Hey. We are back. We're back. Surprise. By popular demand. By popular. Hey, I want to give a shout out to the 42 of you who have listened <laughs> to the first episode of our podcast. We actually did take a month off. Uh, we took July off. Nothing was really happening. It was July. just a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my name is Steven, and I'm here with my friend Carson, who you might have seen from his Carson and Cars Getting Coffee videos that were shown this summer yeah. to mixed reviews, I would say. <laughs> I would say, I'd agree. <laughs> I'd agree. Um, it's like we said, like, like we were talking about it after the fact, and we think maybe the videos were slightly better than not doing them. Yeah. We were, we were trying to have some fun in the summer, lighten the mood a little bit, and kind of did. Yeah. Kind of did. Um, also, fun fact, this is probably Carson Smith's last podcast episode as a single man. Oh, good point. Yeah. Yeah. Next time you hear this voice coming through your podcast speakers, he will be married. Your podcast speakers. Mr. Carson Egley. <laughs> Carson Egley. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, enough about that. You're not here to listen to us be funny, I don't think. No, no, no. Sorry. Um, so here we are. This is the August edition of the Worship Podcast. So thankful that you are listening. Hopefully we can make this worth your while. We've got a great conversation coming up later with Jody from our Heights campus. He's our tech yep. director there, where we discuss how to achieve a great in-ear mix on a weekend. So Crucial. Really, really helpful things we yep. talk about in that. So stay tuned for that. First up, though. Let's talk about what's on the radar for August. A lot of things going on. I mean, we are halfway through it a bit, kind of. Um, but there's still a lot um, going on. The The number one thing we want to get um, on your radar is our launch night. And this is going to be Friday, August 24th. And it starts at 6.30. Um, launch every year is a kind of an annual uh, weekend event that Woodman puts on for all ministry partners or even people who want to be ministry partners. Um, and Friday night is a time we're going to have a big worship night. Very excited about it. Yep. Debuting a couple new songs, also doing some old favorites. And also um, also on Friday, Josh will outline his teaching calendar for the year and come some of the goals for the church. And then there will also be a time um, of Q&A with him. So that's and this is all at the Rockerman Worship this Center. This is all the Rockerman Worship Center. So if you are listening to this, you are invited to that night. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll just say, too, I think it's it's pretty mutual be, between our whole team that this was one of our favorite services of the year yeah, last year. Absolutely. Um, and we expected it to like be a good time, but I think it blew away our expectations. So we're excited to absolutely excited to make it happen again. Absolutely. And just to clarify, there there are a couple of ministries at Woodman who are doing things on Saturday morning for training, but worship and tech will not be. Because just because we have so many people who are already working that weekend and serving that weekend, so we didn't want to take up your entire Saturday yep. um, with things. So just Friday night, um, we do need you to register for that if you're coming, and you can find the link on our website, woodmanvalley.org. Childcare is available, and there's also a dessert reception afterwards. So yeah. how can you? How would you want to miss that? It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be phenomenal. Yep. Um, so that. Very excited about that. Other things happening this month. We are launching two campuses. Oh my gosh! This month. Oh my uh, gosh! <laughs> on, not just this month. On the same weekend. On the same weekend. Whose idea was this? I, <laughs> 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 We're very excited though. Um, we got what is what Josh did say this past weekend is technically the fourth campus is that going to be at the Arkansas Valley, Valley. Correctional. Facility? You got it, yeah. Thank you. A-V-C-F. Yeah, we're calling that our A-V campus. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I think they really are. Oh, audiovisual. <laughs> audiovisual campus. Yeah. yeah. Um, but super excited about that. There, there's been a group of guys in that prison who've been watching services at Woodman for a long time. And so to just actually kind of officially make that a campus, they're going to have their own community groups. We're going to occasionally do events and worship stuff down yeah. there and services. And Josh is going to be there um, in a week or, yeah, the August 18th, 19th weekend, I believe. So, yeah. like, very cool, super cool. And, I mean, hopefully things take off to the point where we could be sending ministry partners there. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Who knows? There's a thorough background check. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. There, So August 18th, they're having a yard event um, there at the facility, and Josh is going to be preaching there. Uh, we're taking a team down there led by um, Brian Whitman from Rockerman and, and Kristen from Heights. Um and they're doing a yard event, wanting to record Josh's sermon. You guys, you guys can be praying about yeah. this. Um, we're trying to record Josh and then get the video out and back to the campuses to broadcast that weekend um, across three of our campuses. And then the next day, Josh will be preaching from Southwest. Yep. So we're trying to get that video out of there. You can be praying for that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, speaking of Southwest, there's our fifth campus. Oh, my gosh. Um, and super exciting. They're going to meet in the Vanguard School downtown. Um, Kevin Feldato leading that up. And our very own David Pantel, formerly of the Monument Campus, uh, will be overseeing both worship and tech down there. So if you know anyone who's interested in attending that campus, let him know because we are starting from scratch. Well, and I guess it would be partners. good to say, too, like uh, we know there's a lot of people – at Rockerman in particular, that might be swapping over. Yeah. Um, so if you if you are looking to get involved there, um, and you're going to be attending that campus, let us know, and yeah. we'll get that Absolutely. we'll get that all worked out. Absolutely, very exciting things happening. Um, yeah. Just a couple other things to keep you in the loop. Um, we, as we expand campuses, we also have to expand our staff, and so. Um, excited to welcome uh, Jen. Jen Angier is joining our team as a worship leader. She yeah. she'll be kind of rotating around um, for now, um, kind of helping fill holes. Because when you have five campuses, there are lots of holes to fill. Yeah. Um, but she made her debut last weekend at Heights. Did an incredible job. She's an incredible worship leader and amazing voice. And so you're probably going to see her around and be on a weekend with her soon. So introduce yourself. Say hi. For a warm Woodman welcome. Yeah. And, really excited uh, to have her. Super excited. Um, so, yeah, I believe that that is all you need to know for the month of August, which I admit that was not a small amount of things. No. But there you go. Um, cool. And now our next segment. Have we figured out fancy jingles yet for these segments? I don't know. If if you hear a fancy jingle, we have. <laughs> But you probably won't hear a fancy But jingle. honestly, yeah. <laughs> it's not high on my priority list, I would say. Um, anyway, here is what we are listening to. What we are listening to. All right. Um, I mean, come on. This week, new Phil Wickham album. We've been waiting for this for a while. Love that, man. He is, He is. yeah, he is an incredible voice. If I could guitarist. pick one voice to have... I think we talked about this last Yeah, time. it would be Phil Wickham. <laughs> but every right. every podcast, we will confirm that Phil Wickham is still our number one voice that we <laughs> wish we could have. Um, it's anyway, so good. He just came out with an album. It's called Living Hope. Um, just just some strong some strong songs on there. He yeah. is he is 
one of our favorites. Um, I mean, Living Hope is an incredible song. He released his own version of, I think it's called How Great Is Your Love, which is a passion song. I love that song. Um, so we'll play a clip from that album right here. What else have you been listening to, Card? Um, so Hillsong Young and Free came out with a new album called Three, with it being their third album. Really, really creative name name <laughs> choice there. <laughs> Hillsong Young and Three. Um, but that's been that's been pretty cool to listen to. We're always excited about them coming out with stuff because um, we tend to use a lot of their music for student ministry and, and camps and stuff. So I've been listening to that a little bit. But then I've also been listening to Martin Smith. Who just came out with a new album. If you don't know, Martin Smith was a part of the worship group Delirious. Um, he wrote songs like Majesty and... Did You Feel um, the Mountains Tremble? Did You Feel the Mountains Tremble? Uh, Obsession. Yeah. Oh, so good. But he came, out, he came out with an album called Love Song for a City that he recorded um, while touring different cities around the world. And I'm just loving it. It's super... Like, it's it's still worship music. It's in the genre, but it feels just very rock and roll. Like, the drums feel massive, and the electric just feels massive. But in particular, he has this medley between Waiting Here For You and Majesty that is super, super cool. Um, wish we're going to play a clip of. Yeah. listen to this all the time i wouldn't say this is actually new but it's it's one of my favorite worship songs that has come out in the last few years it's a song called and we're hoping to introduce it here at woodman um in this coming ministry year we have so many songs we want to introduce so yeah. gotta be careful um but it's a song called psalm 46 by shane and shane and then i think I've, I've sent it out to people before but just it's this epic oof, it's this epic it's 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 unlike a lot of things you hear, I think, in the worship genre right now. But they, yeah. they wrote it, obviously, off of the passage in Psalm 46, 
which the passage in Psalm 46 was based off um, this story where the nation of Judah is under a siege, is under siege by the Assyrians. Um, they're surrounded by, you know, this huge army of Assyrians, and their king Hezekiah is is freaking out and he doesn't know what to do. Um, but the Lord tells them to be still and know that I am God, and He's going to fight the battle for you. And then He sends an angel down and destroys like 180,000 men. So it's just just this incredible story in a song that turns into worship. It's very so, cool. Um, we're going to play a clip of that right here. Oh, come behold the works of God, the nations at his feet. He breaks the bow and bends the spear and tells the wars to cease. Almighty one of Israel, you are on our side. We walk by faith in God who burns the chariots with fire. Lord of hosts, Yeah, and then uh, just before we move on, I also I posted this in the Woodman Worship Facebook group, which, which if you're not a part of this, you should definitely join. We try to keep that pretty up to date and post articles and resources and stuff. But I came across this podcast called The Unhindered Voice, and it's hosted by Jeff Mathena. He's the vocal coach for Carrie Job and for King and Country and Phil Wickham. Phil Wickham, shout out. (laughs) (laughs) And Elevation Worship. Um, But he essentially every week uploads a male and female podcast where he talks about good vocal technique and also walks you through like 20 minutes of vocal warm-up. So I've actually been using this um, like on the way to church. I have also. Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning. So good. Um, Super cool resource just to get ready for the weekend. Um, And he walks you through the warm-ups, so it's pretty great. It's called The Unhindered Voice. And Worth checking Carson out. Carson is going to do a vocal warm-up right here. <laughs> um, Many mice are making midnight music in the moonlight. Mighty right. nice. That's, 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 that's enough of that. Thank you for bearing with us through that. Uh, anyway, um, that is it for kind of what we've been listening to. Yep. And up next, here's an interview with... Jody Poe of Woodman Heights, where we talk about in-ears. Do you have a jingle? All right, friends. We are honored here to have a guest with us. We're going to have a discussion on what hopefully I think is something helpful to you all Um because we deal with it every single weekend that we are playing. Um, we have a discussion on how to get that beautiful, perfect in-ear mix you've always wanted. Yep. And so we are excited to have with us, we have Jody, who is our tech director at the Heights Campus. Um, 
and you see him there. Well, if you're playing at Heights, you see him there a lot. Um, and so we're just going to have a little conversation on how um, just Carson and I, as people who are playing the band, what we try to do, and then Jody has a lot of wisdom on um, how you can also get in your mix. He also is a musician himself, and yep. so he has a good perspective on that. So. Let's morning, just guys. Start. Morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Good morning or evening, wherever you're listening. I feel honored. Whenever you're listening to this. No, please. <laughs> uh, we were joking earlier. This is the first guest we've ever had on our podcast, which we've had other podcasts. Again, we don't, With, talk, we don't talk about that. Yeah. But um, this is the first guest we've had on any podcast where we don't have to coach on proper mic. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. So ah. it's very nice. Um, cool. Let's just jump right into it. So you show up on Saturday. It's rehearsal. You plugged your ears in. Um, you're getting ready to to practice. You're figuring out what the person last, the crazy person last week left their settings at. Um, what what is the first thing we need to be thinking about um, ears wise in our mix? Yeah, first thing. Well, I I would say, you know, you you hit it uh, on the beginning right there. Is like, gosh, just because the person before you uh, had a mix doesn't mean that's your mix. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think that the, there's three things that makes a great mix for people. Um, you know, the, be be intentional about what is the uh, prioritization of 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 what you're going to have in that mix. I mean, obviously, your instrument, your voice, whatever that is, that's that's the first one, right? Yeah, you, you want to make sure that that's centered up and and uh, you've got an appropriate amount of volume. Um, part of the thing that we do as bands, you know, we're doing a lot of uh, um, tracks these days that has got guide and it has got click. That's going to have to be uh, you know a prioritization as well. And then where you're putting that in your mix is it uh, going to be panned left or right, and then where. Um, and then just making sure that uh, you know my my next thing is is making sure that <clears throat> you know you can live with some things that aren't essential. Yeah. Um, not having, you know, everybody wants to have that amazing worship mix where everybody sounds pristine and it's perfect. But, you know, when you start getting up into volume and a driving song that's got a lot of tracks and a couple of electrics and vocals and everything, it gets all compressed sometimes. So what you can live without, I call it subtractive mixing, Mm -hmm. man, that's going to help you guys. Yeah, and if I can just chime in for a second, if you, if you, Go on to YouTube. You can actually, there's like a workshop that like Chris Tomlin's band did on in-ear mixes. You can find like U2s in-ear mixes, which is really cool. But what's interesting is you'll you'll notice how each instrument is not trying to make it sound like an MP3 that you'd listen to, the, yep. listen to in the car. They're actually just trying to get a mix that supports their instrument well. Yeah, so like yeah. the bass player, for instance, for Tomlin, I think I remember him talking about like he has the kick high up right because he's locking in with the kick um and he'll have electric in there a little bit um and some vocals as well but maybe there's like a background vocalist that isn't crucial at all to what he's playing and so he'll just take them out completely so even thinking about like your instrument what's important for you to hear maybe electric players like um it's good to have the keys up just so you're not like conflicting with that what with what they're playing um but yeah that's a good that's a good thought well and i think i think too you know Depending on the song, you know, it's always been encouraged. Even you guys always encourage the worship band to make sure and listen to the MP3s and know your parts. Yeah. I think some of that could be in, in the mindset of, of okay, how is this going to sit in my in ears? You know, yeah. And what can I live without? Um, 
you know, I was talking to you, Carson, earlier about kind of that analogy that, that the soundscape, you know, when you, uh, panning is your friend is what I want to say. Amen. Panning is your friend. If you're not panning right now, you need to be. I agree. Yeah. It I'm just helps. This podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not panning the podcast okay. right now. No. But, you know, the, the, the ability to go either left or right. And, and I think sometimes the, the misnomer is you don't have to hard pan all the way right or mm-hmm. hard pan all the way left. Sure. There's in-between kinds it's of things. Spectrum. It's a spectrum. And we call it kind of that, that soundscape, you know. And I was, I was giving an analogy to Carson. It's like, it's like you're driving on a freeway, you know, and everybody has a lane, an instrument, you know, a bass, drum, singer, this and that. Well, once you start that song, everybody gets going. If you've got everything panned right center in the middle, well, what do you have? Congestion. Mm-hmm. No it, one wants congestion. No one wants that. <laughs> That's right. So... It's the idea of getting those essential channels, you know, your instrument, click, whatever the melody instrument is, driving, and then, uh, you know, maybe a vocal or something. Get those things panned out, you know, yeah. to where um, it, you know, either left ear or right ear, doesn't matter which. Um, it just helps with the clarity. And it will help you once it starts that, like, a big driving, you know, rock kind of worship mm-hmm. anthem thing. Uh, it will be less compressed uh, once it gets going. Yeah. And just as a starting place, like, um, I mean, I've, I've talked to a lot of people on our team who aren't panning. So I know there's quite a few of you, if you don't, it can be a little overwhelming on like how to figure out how to start. And I think a good starting point is like, just pan according to where people are on the stage. Yeah. Um, and, and like the more you do it, the more you'll kind of get comfortable with yeah. where to place them. But, um, you know, if there's th- three vocalists across the front, like, put the center in the center and the far left on the left and the right on the right. And, um, that's just a good starting point, I think, to get sure. started with panning. Yeah. I mean, uh, we can even get into a little specific, I don't want to take too long here, but we can even get into a little specifics here. Like yeah. when I show up on a weekend, I'm generally, I'm generally playing acoustic guitar and I'm generally singing. So first thing I'll do is make sure my guide and my click are up. Very important. Very important. Um, and I've also, I've been recently experimenting, Carson and I have both been experimenting at the recommendation of our friend, John Gore on, panning the guide and the click yep so yep. to have the guide more focused in one ear the click in the other but making sure those are up um then i i think about my instrument no matter what instrument you are also you should always have a guide you and should click up. you should definitely have yes. those up um i agree i also think a little bit about my instrument so i'm playing acoustic guitar and what could interfere with me listening being able to hear my instrument and so if you think like in the same kind of range like usually like electric guitar can sometimes interfere with me hearing. So what I'll do, especially if we have two electrics, is I'll pan them both, not all the way, but a decent amount of the way, because I, I love the electric guitar. I love hearing it. Um, but I pan it enough that it's not interfering with me hearing my acoustic. Mm-hmm. I will pan vocals if I'm singing. Um, and maybe if there's someone co-leading, I'll pan them a, just slightly, just so I can kind of hear them enough and if there's someone just kind of doing harmonies and stuff i'll definitely pan them all the way or maybe take them down a lot um and then drums i want to make sure i hear but not over the click and then bass go. i keep a look pretty low keys i pan kind of to one side um usually if there's if there's one keys and one electric i'll keep those on different sides um and then tracks keep pretty low but sometimes it's nice to hear them on some of the bigger bigger songs too right and generally honestly i don't deal a lot with the audience mics i don't I don't know if that's good or bad, but I don't I don't keep them in very hot. Well, and I always encourage people, particularly to the audience mics, 
you know, I understand why they're there and why they're important. It gives you guys as worship leaders a feel for what the congregation's doing. Are they engaged? Are they singing out? Is this a time where, hey, I'm going to back off the mic and let the congregation sing? That only kind of happens if you've got those audience yeah. in. But from a technical standpoint, realize, too, that, you know, those mics are not just pointing at the audience. It's actually going to get some of the reflection from yeah. the PA. Yeah. And so you can have, like, timing issues. So guys that are... You know, super critical for getting that timing, the drums and the bass and mm-hmm. maybe even lead electrics, you know, be, use those audience mics judiciously because there could be a reflection and have some timing issues. Well, and I also hear like like the bi- biggest excuse for people who, for instance, like we can talk towards this a little bit if we want, but leaving an in-ear out, leaving right. one ear out yep. is they just can't feel the room. Yeah. And, that's a reality, especially like when you first start using in ears. Like it's it's a it's a massive shift, and I I love like swapping back to monitors every once in a while, uh, but it's a it's a massive shift because you do you do lose the feel of the room a little bit. But using those audience mics mm. to get some of that back, mm. like that's huge. Yep. If you're at a campus that's using the 360s, I believe that has like a built-in reverb that it, you can put on it channels. Does. It's like it's, it's like really, faking. Really nice. It's yeah. really nice because um, it feels like it opens things up a little bit when it's really. It's really not. Yeah, that's a good point, Carson. I, I think I think because we are, you know, have the ability to to pan those things. You know, there is some smaller type EQ adjustments that you can do per channel as well. Yeah, that's true. That you know, hey, maybe you've got that electric, like say you like to have the electric, Stephen, but maybe back off a little bit mm-hmm. on the high end, yeah. so it's not piercing through because that's going to possibly compete maybe with the click. Yep. You know, kind of frequency. Or as a vocalist, I've even rolled the treble up to help it cut through the, more. The reverse so I'm is true. My voice more. The reverse yeah. is true, yeah. Mm-hmm. You where you've got or your acoustic. If it's getting lost in the mix, before you grab that volume, maybe grab the EQ and just add a little bit of treble mm-hmm. and it'll cut through a little bit and help you hear. Yeah. Awesome. I will say just to your point of like popping in an ear out. You know, that it's is not good for you. It's it, 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 our, our brains are designed, you know, in, in an amazing way and our ears are, too. And so when you pop that out, just know that your ears are going to compensate volume wise. And so the tendency is if you pop an ear out, oh, I can't hear as good with the one that's still in. Mm-hmm. So people start to grab volume. Yeah. And then when you start doing that. Uh, you know, you can get to thresholds where you could damage your hearing. So yeah. I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell people oh, yeah. that. It's there's like, lots of, there's it's lots not, of good articles about that online, it's too. It's not good for your hearing. It's not good for you. <laughs> it's yeah. not good for you. Yeah. Well, great. I hope that was I hope that was somewhat helpful to you all. Um, and always, you know, whenever you're on a weekend, um, your, your tech guys in the back, any worship leaders, music directors, would be happy to help you get that mix. You know, it's a journey, yeah. not a destination. That's Similar right. to fitness. I would, I would just add one clear point, too, to make sure the ears are working good. Is, uh, you know, a clean ear is, a, is, a, is an ear that hears well. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'll good. I'll just man. say it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's a good word. <laughs> uh, awesome. Cool. Well, thanks, Jody, for being on. Oh, my just joy. Thanks, guys. And Appreciate you. Yeah. Let us know if you uh, have any other questions or anything towards that. You're the people at your campus. Absolutely. Thanks, Judy. Thanks.
Awesome. Well, that's all we got time for this month. Hope that content was helpful for you. Yeah. Um, and before we go, just a couple things. Remember to register for launch. Um, and then also be sure to get in on that Woodman Worship Facebook group. We post a lot of stuff over sure. there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you have any feedback, anything you'd like us to do differently, anything you'd like us to talk about on this podcast that could be helpful, please let us know. Yeah. Um, shoot us an email. See us on the weekends. Um, yeah. We love. We want this to be as helpful as it can be and be a be a resource for you and not just waste thirty <laughs> minutes of your time. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, we appreciate you all so much. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you around. Love you. Bye. Bye.